0: Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz.
1: Hey, happy Wednesday, August 30, although you'll see right here, we're recording this on Tuesday, uh, the afternoon before. So welcome to both Tuesday and Wednesday, all at the same time. Uh, we're going to bring Donna Rigney on in just a moment or two. Got, she's got lots of revelation. I've got pages of notes of, of the good stuff she's going to hit. So uh, it's going to be fun to to do this. All right, let's see. I just want We just want to do one quick reminder of the wells that you are uh, investing in for the kingdom. And, uh, of course, over there in Uganda, they call them boreholes. And, of course, it's not just Uganda, but it's... Um, Kenya and Ethiopia Nepal uh, not Mozambique but there's a there's Zimbabwe that I get those two mixed up and several others there uh, there's one in uh, the Amazon there, there's probably at least one other than that and we keep adding countries where we're d- digging these wells so anyway uh, thank you thank you for changing people's lives I know the Lord is, is so grateful and, and we are too so uh, with that in mind here's a quick reminder of those wells
2: we ascend Why? Because thousands of people cannot access clean water and thousands have given their lives to Jesus because of the clean water ones that have been drilled. You are truly saving lives. You have no idea the peace of mind that you have brought to the mothers in these villages. Now, their young daughters don't have to travel alone for miles and miles to collect water. Instead, they can focus on school and family. Everyone is rejoicing and giving thanks. May God bless you all. Come with me as we go visit one of the mothers that you have impacted. Hello. Have to see you. Hey, okay. I'm here with Exxon's family. Eggson is a mother of eight and she lives with some of her grandchildren. Before the new water walls were drilled in this community, they would walk two hours to the old water source to collect water. It was very hard for them but now everything has changed because they now have a new water source. Because of you, the water source is just two minutes away from their home. Stories have changed. Thank you for being a blessing. May God bless you. We would like to say thank thank you.
0: You have impacted so many lives by donating towards the drilling of water wells, but there are still people without access to clean water. Donate today at Elijah'sDreams.com slash donate.
1: That's just so unbelievable. I mean, they walk two hours. I wasn't clear if they walk two hours one direction and two hours back, but e- even if they walk one hour to carry water, uh, walk one hour or two, depending on what she meant, um, that's just unbelievable. We have no clue. And then they go to dirty water. They end up at dirty water and carry that back. And that's what they've drank most of their life until suddenly there's two minutes away. There's fresh, clean Water that they've never had in their whole life—this fresh, pure, clear water. So, thank you so much. When she said people's lives are changed and people are coming to Jesus, she's not blown smoke to use an expression. She's telling you the gospel truth that that's what's happening when these water wells are dug. So, you're you're investing in not just fresh water but the kingdom of God and souls uh, for eternal for eternity. So, all right, it's time to bring in Donna Rigney. So, here we go with Donna. Donna Hi, how Steve. are you? It's been
3: like a couple of weeks. What's going on? Are you yeah, avoiding I, me <laughs> I, I they had asked me to come last week, but I had to go to my granddaughter's wedding. Oh so. all right well, that's good uh
1: anyway, good to see you here I, I you were just saying off camera that your um cruise is full that you just did, so you filled it with like four hundred people they suddenly
3: yeah it's uh, it, it's for the end of September
1: okay. Yeah, but it's, it's all booked. it's all booked now. How long had you been advertising it before it filled up that fast? Did it was it just quick?
3: A few, a, a few months.
1: Just wow. A few,
3: a few months. Well, so, nice.
1: You and Manuel, and then uh, uh, Steve Steve, uh, Steve Swanson. He's amazing. Yeah, he's a he's a genuine one man band, and I mean that in the highest compliment. I mean, he literally he re- literally brings the orchestra with him in that in that box. So he's he's so anointed that guy. Well, Donna, uh, we have pages and pages here, so uh, we probably won't hit them all. But uh, I'm really interested. I see, especially the first two are, are about Hawaii. We just hit that today, which is our Tuesday. You're, people are seeing this on Wednesday. We did. We we talked about Hawaii for quite a long time. So I'm really curious to hear see what God has given you on this.
3: Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to open us up with a yes. Quick prayer, okay. Great. Okay. Yes. Um, Father, we just yeah. consecrate this time to you. Yes, Lord just lay it uh, at your feet oh, yes, lord. and we just ask holy spirit that you would have your way speak yeah. whatever you want to speak through us and touch our hearts and father in the name of jesus i release your glory oh yeah. Yeah. Ah, that your glory be upon every single one of us that's listening that's right. to this. oh fill us to overflowing with your glory thank you father amen
1: amen amen amen,
3: amen. I- i'm right. going to start with what the lord spoke to me uh, August 11th,
1: okay. about,
3: he spoke a little bit about Hawaii and this word, and then the next word I read. Now, to...
1: could you remind me, is this, uh, when did this uh, event happen in Hawaii, Lahaina? Was it after this, or? It was before this. It, it was before this. before this, okay, okay. just, so, okay. So he
3: spoke to me about after it happened, okay. like a, day, a few days after.
1: Okay, sounds good.
3: Okay, and this is what he said. He said, there is going to be a great overturning in the days ahead. When eyes are fully open to the damage and destruction that the deep state and their minions are doing, there will be a mass exodus from their camp to the camp of the righteous. So God's saying that when people's eyes are fully opened, they are going to evict. They're just going to leave the camp of the enemy and come into the camp of the righteous. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And we're starting to see that a lot of people that they're interviewing on the streets. I've had a change of heart because of all the stuff that's been going on in in our nation, but all over the world. Um, And then he said, watch and see as the veil is ripped off the eyes of the deluded masses. What has happened in Hawaii is but the beginning of a massive wake up of those who were lulled to sleep with false, ho- excuse me, with false hopes and by lying lips. So he said, people were lulled to sleep with false hopes from politicians yeah. Yeah, and lying lips, okay? Oh, so the good. citizens of New York City have been awakened to the horrors of the ways of, the, of their liberal leaders as they have lost so much at their hands. State after state is suffering great loss. And we look at California. So many states have lost so much freedom. They've lost so so much of their prosperity, their wealth. They've lost so much. And God's saying, as people, are eyes are being opened, they're going to just evict the camp of the enemy. Um, And he said, as their people turn or return to us and to our ways, They will find redemption and restoration, but this will only come to those who truly turn wholeheartedly from wickedness to righteousness. The compromise with goodness that brought them to this place of destruction cannot remain. That compromise with wickedness Hmm. allows the enemy entrance. And he said that that compromise cannot remain.
1: And when you say that, are you talking about? uh, Is the Lord meaning? In their personal walk, their personal lives—they're just comprom- walk, Is that what you mean by that?
3: In all areas, yes. yes. In, in our personal lives, yes. But also the compromise uh, that we're seeing with um, passing laws that uh, condoning same-sex marriage. Yeah. Uh, what they're doing uh, to maim little children, the surgeries and whatnot that they're in the the terrible things that are going on in our society those things too, that's compromise. We're saying, oh, it's okay, we just love people. That's that, no, if God says it's wrong, it's wrong.
1: Yeah. We
3: have to have that mindset that we're gonna listen to what God says and obey him, and not just what the other people around us are doing and compromise, Yeah. It's, that compromise has to go. He said this, he said, there can no longer be an acceptance of wicked philosophies and an adherence to liberal values, even in the church, if there is to be restoration of all they lost. So God's saying this restoration is contingent on a true turning of yeah. people's hearts. From that's
1: so good, I these mean, you know, there's that values. there's that scripture that's so encompassing that says, "Without the holiness, no one will see God." You know that one. Yes. Without holiness, there's there's no matter how far we get away from a scripture like that it still means what it says and says what it means if you want to see god and see his movement in this in your life in the nation without holiness no one's going to see that so we have to turn back to him you know and he just keeps saying you got to you know it's like this this dire wake up call uh, we got to go the opposite way that we've gone as a nation, the absolute 180-degree opposite way. Just, they keep testing and testing the boundaries of what will God put up with, you know? Right. So,
3: And, and that's what God's saying. If you want to see total restoration, there has to be total turning yeah. away from no compromise. We've yeah. just been, you know, uh, even there's some churches that condone homosexuality.
1: I know it's crazy, like, but you're a church. Yes, but you know, they, they have allowed themselves to believe that God is so loving that as long as you just love another person, whether it's a male or loving a male, then they have literally convinced themselves that God's okay with that. In fact, he understands our frame. They say he understands our weaknesses, so as long as we love someone unconditionally, which is not what the word of God says. You know, it may sound good, but yeah. And the
3: same thing with abortion.
1: Yeah. yeah. We we
3: can't condone abortion. Yeah, It's murder. You know, scripture's clear about these things. And, you know, we got to get back to the word of God. And that's got to be the plumb line for what's right and what's wrong, is what does scripture say? And whether it's ministers in the church, pastors, people, just... People and, you know, yeah. citizens. We've got yeah. to get back to that.
1: So good. So true. And
3: then, then I'm going to just go to the next day. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. The next I'm day. Uh, yeah. yeah. Are, are I'm number you two. Today?
3: Number okay, two. Then, okay, number two it. on your, your notes. It. Okay. And this one, he spoke specifically about Hawaii. Okay. Me. Okay. He said, Hawaii will turn around and run from the evil that they have allowed to infiltrate And even lead their land. Oh, ha, ha. You know. Go ahead. Yep. Hawaii, you know, has gone a very liberal way Hmm. and has, you know, allowed a lot of evil philosophies to come in and invade the land. And God's saying they're going to turn and they're going to run from that evil that they allowed to infiltrate. And even leave their land. You know we're held accountable how we vote, and yeah. I know that elections have been stolen. But we are also accountable before God that we need to vote righteously. Okay.
1: Well, someone I read it the other day. I don't think it was within the that, that a lot uh, Hawaii was the first nation that
3: approved. What was it? Abortion or abortion. what was it? Abortion. Yeah. Yeah. Julie was saying that before the show. It's okay. The first state. That approved abortion. And see,
1: God, doesn't, God doesn't forget it. that. He, he, he's he's basically. It's not like he's sticking it to them because they voted wrong. He's just saying, "This is the natural consequence. You did this, and the enemy right. gets a right to just wreak havoc." Is basically right. what it is. And, that, and that's in this word. That's what he yeah. said to me. Oh, okay.
3: yeah. yeah. Oh, he said, "What appeared to be good to the people that were there." is being seen for what it is and will be rejected and scorned. Scorched earth doesn't even come close to describe what has happened to that once beautiful state. Wow. To destroy it and rebuild it their way won't happen. It was so clear that he said that to me, that there's people that wanted to destroy this Lahaina and to rebuild it their own way, he said, "That's not going to happen."
1: Good. Oh. Praise God. Praise God.
3: He said, "These schemes will be exposed, rejected, and judgment, not injustice, will come forth." I'm going to read that again. That's really good.
1: No, yes. A
3: lot. These schemes, okay, to destroy it and rebuild it their way, will be exposed, rejected, and judgment, not injustice, will come forth. I it? heard yeah. I have heard the cries of my children and the blood of the martyrs cries out to us for justice. Oh, ah. We are not deaf, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We are not deaf nor are we blind to what has happened. We know everything.
1: And and Donna, can I just, is this maybe it's just so obvious, but the Lord is clearly stating this was an attack. This wasn't a wildfire that got out of control. I mean, Am I stating that
3: wrong? No, absolutely. That's when I finished hearing him say this. And since then, I've heard things that looks like that's the case. It's hard to deny it. It's it's just hard to put any other label on it. Mm -hmm. And then he said, this is what you were saying just before this. When the door opens and allows the enemy entrance He always comes in and brings destruction, death, and great loss. And how is the door open? To legalize abortion. Mm. To to, uh, vote for ungodly, unrighteousness to rule in the land. Okay? When we do things like that, we are moving God out of the picture, saying we don't want to follow you, we don't want to follow your ways. We're going to do what we want. And yeah. what you're doing is you're opening the door and Satan's coming in and saying, OK, I've got free access now. The door has been opened. Come on in. Brings all his hordes of demons in. And what does he come but to steal, to kill and to destroy? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to read that again. When yeah. the door opens and allows the enemy entrance, he always comes in and brings destruction. Always comes. So if we in our own personal lives, if we live a life of sin, sinfulness then the enemy is going to bring destruction. If we do it in our states, you know, in our region, same thing. The enemy will come and bring destruction, God said. When the door opens and allows the enemy entrance, he always comes in and brings destruction, death, and great loss. What you have seen is not my work of judgment, but it is foul play from the forever loser.
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay. so the Lord's saying clearly, uh, it's not him that did this. It was it's like to use our language, it's like the consequences of, of sin lets the enemy in. You open the door, then the, then God has to, in a certain extent, allow free will to have its full yeah. outworking. If you sow to wickedness, wickedness comes, you know. And again, it's not that we point at Hawaii and say, look at those. Not even a little bit. They just happened to be the first to approve it. Everyone else just did it a little bit later. So we're not pointing it at at Hawaii. I mean, we love Hawaii, and I so many of my friends, and especially Maui, of all the places, they just so many of our friends just are have their hearts in Maui. You know, almost more than any other island. It seems like, and um, we love Hawaii, so we're not speaking against one of our great states. uh, You know,
3: hearts ache for them. Yes. Yes, we're praying. We're trying to help them in every way we can, yes. to, to, you know, get back to normal again, yeah. to be restored. And then the Lord gave me a, a scripture that confirms this. And I'm going to read this because okay. it's really it's right in your face. You can't miss it. Yeah. It's from Ezekiel chapter 36, starting in verse four. OK, and this is what I'll read it. This is what the sovereign Lord says to the mountains and hills to the ravines and valleys, to the desolate ruins and the deserted towns that have been plundered and ridiculed by the rest of the nations around you. Hmm. This is what the sovereign Lord says. In my burning zeal, I have spoken against the rest of the nations and against all Edom, for with glee and with malice in their hearts, they made my land their own possession so that they might plunder its pasture land. Just what you were saying, Steve, that it, you know, it appears from everything, all the reports, everything we're seeing, that this was a deliberate action. And that's what the scripture is saying. just going to read that little bit of that sentence. For with glee and with malice in their hearts, they made my land their own possession so that they might plunder its pasture land. Therefore, prophesy concerning the land of Israel. And I'm saying The land of Lahaina, huh? Maui. Okay.
0: Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to elijahstreams.com/slash/give.
3: And say to the mountains and the hills, to the ravines and valleys, this is what the Sovereign Lord says: I speak in my jealous wrath because you have suffered the scorn of the nations. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says: I swear with uplifted hand that the nations around you will also suffer scorn. So he's saying those that caused this will suffer. Oh, ah, but you mountains of Israel, you Lahaina, Maui, okay? Will produce branches and fruit for my people Israel, for they will soon come home. I am concerned for you and will look on you with favor. You will be plowed and sown. And I will cause many people to live on you. Yes, all of Israel. The towns will be inhabited and the ruins rebuilt.
1: Very it's, a very
3: word. it's like God saying, I've seen what happened. I know it all. I know who did it. I know why they did it. And I'm very angry at what you yeah. suffered. He's yeah. angry at what his children have suffered there. And he says, I'm going to see to it that you're rebuilt, that your land is able to be uh, produce fruit and crops again. Okay.
1: Praise God. Um,
3: cause many people to live on you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes. All of Israel, the towns will be inhabited and the ruins rebuilt. I will increase the number of people and animals living on you and they will be fruitful and become numerous. I will settle people on you as in the past and make you prosper more than before. Then you will know that I am the Lord. I will cause people, my people, Israel, to live on you. God's going to send his people there to live there. They will possess you, and you will be their inheritance. You will never again deprive them of their children.
1: Yeah, wow. Wow. Yeah, that's a word. So that's uh, the Lord took a scripture that was written for Israel and says, I'm applying this to Lahaina, however we say the name. Uh, yeah, uh, praise God. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Very encouraging. Yeah. I was. Oh, my goodness. Because you look at the film footage and you think, can it possibly be rebuilt? Can it possibly be restored? Can the people possibly, in your own mind, our natural thinking and God saying, I know what's going on. I've seen who did it, why they did it. I'm going to bring judgment on them and I'm going to bring justice to my children. Oh, and I'm going to see that it is rebuilt and it is restored better than it was before not the way the enemy wants to rebuild it their way to get their way, but I'm going to see to that it's done properly.
1: Yeah. And, you know, and I just think it's just fine for us to pray for justice without mercy for those that did this uh, or show them no mercy, show the wicked, wicked yeah. that they would do such a thing. No mercy. You know, I'm not praying for mercy. Yeah. Um, and the, I, what I
3: pray is that before they leave the earth,
1: yeah. They
3: and that their souls are saved.
1: Yeah. That I'm, that I'm agreed. I'm in agreement yeah, with. You absolutely. know, on the way out, you know, yeah. 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 Because,
3: you know, we don't want to see them go to hell right. for eternity, but Right. People need to suffer the consequences of what yeah. they've done. Yeah. Terrible, terrible things have happened. This yeah. is such a, a horrible, horrible event that we've watched. I mean, I,
1: I don't know if you've seen the videos. Funny. I don't know if you've seen the video where you can see these beams going down and hitting buildings, one beam after another after another, and as the as the building explodes in fire. I don't know if you've seen any of that video, but you actually there's actually a video out there where you watch him destroy Lahaina, and and I'm going, how can a human being with a soul do I that?
3: I know. You know, inflict death. I know. It's such such a cruel death. Yeah. Say. Yeah. Oh. And then he continued to talk to me. Oh, he said, um, many of us are feeling uh, insecure because yeah. of watching this. It's, it's caused us to wonder, is something like this going to happen to us? Right. How of course it me. is. Yeah. You know, it it does. It's just a natural thing. You start thinking, oh, my goodness. You know, is this going to happen in our state or in our city or whatever? Um, so they, he spoke this word to me. Father said this. Don't fear that what you see the enemy is doing to others will happen to you or to yours. Oh, that's good right there. Okay? I'm going to say say that again. Don't fear that what you see the enemy is doing to others, like in Maui, will happen to you or to yours. It won't. Because we are a wall of fire about you and yours. kept saying, and yours. Your children. Your loved ones. Okay? Oh. Oh, that's a good our fire is within you and upon you. This fire will bring passion for us, will birth miracles and chase demons far from you and yours. So we say, I'm a wall of fire around you. And what's been happening a lot lately with me, Steve, is, you know, a couple of years ago, I had an encounter with the pillar of fire. Really? And it, yes, it was like huge. Wow. I, I, we were having our, our pre meetings here in our home. And God was putting it on my heart that we needed to move to a church building. I didn't want to because the glory was so strong in our house. And I'm like, if we go to a church, there won't be the glory there. <laughs> so this Sunday night, we were having our service here at the house. And, I, and all of a sudden, the pillar of fire rested on me. and went right through the roof. And the next day, the Lord said, the pillar of fire wasn't stationary. It moved. Of fire moved.
1: It moved.
3: So he was letting me know. My glory is with you. And wherever you go, my glory is going to go. So don't think it's just in your house. Because we get, you know, we can get these stupid thoughts.
1: <laughs> That's true. Limit,
3: limit God to what we, we think. Well, then, I have not felt the pillar of fire since then. But I was in, yeah, I was just this past month, the beginning of the month, I was in Minnesota doing, a, uh, you know, an event. Uh, opening the portals and releasing the glory and even doing deliverance with the people. And the the pillar of fire came inside me. Oh, Oh, really? Oh,
1: no, that's interesting.
3: My whole inside fire. Oh, and then I was praying for the people at the, towards the end. And I would just not even touch the people, just lift my hand a little bit and they go flying fire just like that.
1: And, you know, because you pray for open portals and you have them wherever you go. So um, what, if you could put it in other human language, what is God doing with the pillar of fire in you? Is it just the anointing times about a thousand or what is it that's happening at that moment?
3: Yes. That's okay. what it's like. I can't even describe the fire, like intense fire. Not just like you feel hot.
1: A yeah. Fire. Really? And,
3: yes. Like there's a fire inside you, and people around you feel it. Really? Like they're like, oh, feels like electricity is coming off you, or they go flying. They can't even stand from this pillar of fire. And so this is what God was referring to. And then since then, now we, we went to Minnesota. We yeah. went to Massachusetts. We went to Tennessee. We've been busy this past few yeah, weeks. You have. And this fire has been showing up. And so this is what God's referring to. I'm just explaining that so you can understand what he's saying to me. He said, don't worry that this that you're seeing happen in Lahaina is going to happen to you. He says, I am a wall of fire around you. Okay? he said it won't because we are a wall of fire about you. Our fire is within you and upon you. This fire will bring passion for us, will birth miracles and chase demons far from you and from yours. So I'm just going to, I got to just feel this real strong. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. release fire. Okay. Oh, yeah, uh, go for it. Okay, Father, I just, mm. in yeah. the name of Jesus, yeah. I release your fire. Oh, let your fire fall now yes, on every single one that's watching and on their loved ones. Yeah. Oh, in the name of Jesus, I release the fire of God and I release your Ooh. glory. Yes, Amen.
1: Amen. the stirring of
3: people saying, I want that fire. Man. Oh, yeah. Freely That's we fun. receive, freely we give.
1: Yeah, really good. <laughs> love it, love it, love it.
3: Okay. And then he said, uh, those you minister to will receive the byproduct of our fire that is on you and pouring from you, which is what I described happened. happen. They will be delivered, healed, and set ablaze with a fiery passion for us. So let those that I just pray for Have faith because God said this is what was going to happen. Protected by us will everyone be who has our fire on them, just as you and yours are. God says, My fire is not going to let the enemy come near
1: you. I'm looking for that. Read that, read that one. It's you started with protected by us. I'm looking for it here. Yeah.
3: Protected by us will everyone be who has our fire on them, just as you and yours are. Oh thank you. Watch our fire. Fall, fall, instantly. Watch for our fire to fall. Instantly, you will see many miracles. Oh, this is, you know, we've been praying for the baptism of fire for years. God's saying this is the hour. The enemy sent a counterfeit fire over to Lahaina to Maui. But I'm going to send the fire of God. (laughs) And it's going to burn up the chap of wickedness. And it's going to ignite my children into a fiery blaze of passion for me. Cool? and go to deliver them, heal them, and just prosper and bless them. So his fire is different. He said, oh, when our fire fell at Pentecost, thousands were saved. Many were delivered and healed, and a great revival broke out that forever changed the world. This will happen again as our fire falls. So if we can look at what's going on in Lahaina, like the enemy did this. Because he always counterfeits what God's going to do, but he counterfeits in wickedness. And this is what God's going to do, is pour his fire off. I saw this, Steve, about a month ago. Who oh, I might have told you about this, but I was, the Father brought me high in the sky, way above the earth. And I looked down and I could see the world, and it was black and darkness. And then as I'm, and I could feel the heart of the Father was right next to him, oh. and I could feel his pain in his heart. Because really? he, he knew everything people were planning to do. He knew their thoughts. He knew their wicked deeds. He knew what they were saying. He knew everything. And I could feel his pain. Not all of it. Or I probably would have died. But yeah. I felt some of it. And then I started seeing lights lit up, lighting up here and there, all over the, all over the world. And then they started growing more and more and multiplying. And I felt the drawing of the Father towards these lights. And I knew those lights were the remnant, were his faithful ones who are on fire for him, who are living for him, who are serving him in spite of everything, who are just pressing in to know him and love him and serve him and live for him. And he was being drawn. I could feel him being drawn from heaven to these fires, to these lights here on the world. And then as he was being drawn we were drawing him because of our love. Hmm. The whole world went on fire. The whole I saw the globe, big, but and it wasn't a fire, a destructive fire. It was the most beautiful, glowing yeah. fire. And this is what he's saying. This is what he's going to do in this hour. Is His fire is going to fall, but his fire doesn't destroy. It removes wickedness, yeah. but his fire blesses. So oh good.
1: so good so good and so you had that a while ago but it feels how long ago did you have that where you saw were you above i, I saw or? that
3: about a month month and a half ago
1: okay and you, you felt started. like that the timing is now for that is yes. that what you're saying or in yes. or, or is since, it more like in this season in the next few years or is it no now, no no now no.
3: now, now. Okay. since i saw that steve maybe two weeks later is when i had that fire come in me okay Okay, And now, since then, then, now whenever I'm going to minister, that fire is on me. Oh. What
1: have, are you saying that once that started, it's now happening every time with you? Donna? Yes. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. Yes. I mean, that's even more profound because I didn't realize it was now happening every time.
3: Yes. Gee. Yep. Yep. I went to Massachusetts and ministered there last Monday. Uh, and then this past weekend, we were in Chattanooga, Tennessee. What happened there. It's God's just sending us forth, and He and He, what He's doing is He's pouring it through us. Oh, the fire, the glory, and igniting everybody there with that fire and the glory. Isn't that beautiful?
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. it is. Wow,
3: we're wow. on the winning team.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I love, it.
3: Uh, I love uh, it. Unlike the fires, I'm just going to end with this, and then I'm going to share you one that you don't have the notes for.
1: Okay. Unlike
3: the fires, the enemy sends. Our fire only destroys evil, but it brings great blessings to those who long for us and live for us. That's the key.
1: By the now way, when here. you when you write that us, is it are you are you sensing us meaning Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the Trinity, yes. the Triune yes. Godhead, however we would say yes. that they yes. are, which I like because normally you think of either the Father's prophesying or the or the Holy, or or Jesus but us means all three of us. Yes. At one time, which I like that we don't hear enough about the three in one. I think. Yeah. So that's good. Very good.
3: Yeah. And now I'm going to share what he said to me today. Okay. You don't have the notes for this. Okay. This was quite powerful, and I wanted to share it because it goes along with the rest of the notes that I'm going to be sharing. Okay. Yeah. What What happened? I was sitting, praying, just worshiping in the presence of God, and I had a vision. And I saw a, a big vicious dog,
2: big oh. dog,
3: and he was barking and barking and lunging. Oh. And he would, had this thick, thick chain on him, and he was chained to a tree. It was barking ferociously. And all the people in the neighborhood were so afraid of this dog that they were in their homes locked away. Oh. So they were all locked away in their homes. Oh. And then he, the father began to explain to me what this all meant. Okay. Oh, he said, um, wait a my children must remember who I am so that the barking dog, Satan, doesn't paralyze them in fear. So he, he, he began to say, people need to remember who I am. Because we're being paralyzed, like in this vision that I saw, people in their homes were paralyzed. Hmm. They locked themselves in as so afraid of this vicious dog who was chained up. It wasn't loose, but they were all afraid and locked in their homes. And he said, We've got to remember who God
1: is. And what it, as best as you can describe it, what the dog is who or what? Satan. The Satan, dog okay. is Satan. Okay. okay.
3: So, all right. He said, my children must remember who I am so that the barking dog, Satan, doesn't paralyze them in fear. I am the one who created the universe, hung the sun, moon, and stars in the sky, fashioned the earth and created man in my image. Satan can't create anything out of nothing. He is a master of deception and loves to paralyze my people with his fear-filled threats. Hmm. And so I was seeing the dog, dog barking, 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 like threatening people. Couldn't hurt them because it was chained up. Hmm. But this is what Satan's doing in this hour. is threatening us. You're going to die from this. This is going to happen. That's... And God saying, remember who I am. I'm the powerful one. I'm the mighty one. I'm the one that created everything out of nothing. I'm God. He's not God. He's just a foe. He's just a miserable foe. All right? He said, remember who I am and fear won't come near you. Remind yourselves that I am for you and that I will never leave you or forsake you. Our God is mighty. This is what he was showing me. We have um, really magnified the enemy in our own thoughts. Through the past few years, especially With all the threats of COVID, the vaccines, all the things, we, our country becoming a Marxist country, our wealth being taken from us, our freedoms being taken from us, all these things, constant threats, constant threats. You're listening to the news constantly putting fear on us, putting fear on us. That's the barking dog Hmm. who's chained. Can't do those things. Okay? Okay. He said, believe in me and my power. And this is what God was saying to me today. We need to magnify in our own thinking who God is, yeah. and not keep magnifying the negative and the fearful things that might happen. What if this happens? What if that happens? Okay. Don't believe the lies and the threats of the defeated foe, the barking chained dog, Satan. Don't believe yeah. his lies. Okay. I say, come out of hiding. So it was like all the people that were locked up in their homes, God saying in this hour, we've been doing that. We've been kind of hiding away who and fear. Like I, I was listening uh, to a, a woman talk today, uh, just a little short thing on the internet um, from Rhode Island, where oh. we come from. And she had gone before the school committee and her child was in kindergarten and she'd asked to have uh, the curriculum. She wanted to know what they would be teaching her child especially in matters of sex.
1: Yeah.
3: And they they wouldn't give her the curriculum. And then they had a meeting and she kept asking them for it, you know, sending in, they said, send us in a request and we'll send it to you. Well, she did that. And then they had a meeting because they decided they were going to sue her. They just want to silence people from saying anything. She didn't do a thing wrong. She just wanted to know what the curriculum was. And this is what the enemy's trying to do to scare us into submission, like a barking dog. What's, what is the school committee going to do? What if a bunch of parents went there huh? and said, so we want to see what you're teaching our kids. Oh, and we, we do not approve it. We don't agree with it. They would have to submit to a whole bunch of parents, but they're trying to silence us by threatening us with, we'll sue you. We'll call you terrorists. We'll have you put in jail. And this is, this is the barking dog of idle threats to the enemy.
0: Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today.
3: And wow, wow. So God said, Father said, come out of hiding, speak the truth, and assert your authority. Whoa. Don't be intimidated into silent retreat. This is the hour to arise. Yeah. Okay. This is the hour. Of the and beginning. you
1: know what you're saying, You're what you're actually describing sentence after sentence, there's an obedience factor to this. A strong obedience. He's, he's telling you, come out. He's telling you, don't be afraid. He's not hoping you won't be afraid. And so I'm encouraging. He's telling you. Don't be afraid. He's telling you to come out. So, I mean, it's a big difference if you really listen. It's, it's, it's an obedience time.
3: And it's the same thing he said to uh, Joshua when he had to go take the promised land. Don't be afraid. Meditate on my word day and night. Huh? Do not fear. He kept reminding him. Do not fear. Commanding him. Don't be afraid. Go in and take the land. I'm with you. Okay? So God's saying to us, don't retreat. Don't be silent. Don't be filled with fear of what they might do, what they might say. God, this is the hour for God wants us to mobilize get arm in arm with our brothers and sisters and stand up for our rights. Okay? Good. He said, this is the hour to arise. Silence the wicked and hold them accountable for their wicked deeds. And that's just what he was saying. People that have done these terrible things need to be held accountable. And God's saying that. Silence the wicked. Don't let them silence you. You silence them. Okay? Good. Boldness and courage are being released to my children that ask for it. God that said,
1: Boldness is given to those who ask for boldness.
3: Yes. He said boldness and courage are given to my children who ask for it. He mm-hmm. said, I'll give boldness and courage to those who ask me for it. We need boldness and we need courage in this hour, because we're going to take our nation back for God, and then the world will follow. But it's going to take us standing up on our feet, okay, and not hiding away, because some barking dog that's chained up might bite us. And that's what God's saying. That's literally who's against you. It's, yes, a fierce dog, but he's chained. And he said this, remember, That my son put a chain on that barking, vicious dog when he rose from the dead. Jesus, when he rose from the dead, he put a chain on Satan. That's good. All authority was given to him. Assert his authority because you are one with him. Good. And and then I'm going to, I got a scripture for that, for this one
1: too.
3: Yeah. This is Psalm 24. And I know this is a word, a prophetic word that, that, you know, absolutely confirms that word. But it's also a word for this 2024 that we're coming into. I was reading Psalm 23 the other night, and I know that that's the word for this year. 2023, God told me, is the year where we are going to allow Jesus to shepherd us, to be our shepherd. So this is the psalm for this year. And he said to me, Read 2020, read Psalm 24. And wait till you hear this. This is cool. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. Mm-hmm. What did he just get through saying? I made everything. It's mine. I'm God. Satan, that barking chain dog, is not God. I'm God. That's cool. I made the earth and I made everything in it. He didn't. I did. That's good. <laughs> Love it. He, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world, and all who live in it. For he formed it on the seas and established it on the waters. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who can stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart. Who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false God. They will receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God, their Savior. This is the 2024, What? God is going to bring vindication, ho, to His people. Such is the generation of those who seek Him, who seek Your face, God of Jacob. There's mm. going to be a seeking after God. Don't you see it? Look yeah. at the amount of views you get now compared to what you got two years. Yeah, ago.
1: The people are hungry. They they want God. They want the truth. They want the you know they want instruction from the Lord. They're saying, "Tell me what God is saying, and I'll obey it." Yeah, there's a real sense of Uh, A desire to obey, I would say.
3: Yes. And he says, vindication is going to come because I have a people who are seeking me. Yeah. (laughs) Lift up your heads, you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. He's going to come and rule and reign over our lives and over our land. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. He said, know who I am. I am strong and mighty. Don't let the enemy diminish me in your sight by making him look so big and bold and mean. No, I'm mighty. I'm God. (laughs) Let your faith arise in this mighty God who's for you. All right. Lift up your heads, you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is he, this king of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the king of glory. Now, I'm going to share something that happened this happened Sunday and it goes right along with this, that it's like takes it from a teaching to an actual happening of how okay. to apply it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I had to apply this. <laughs> well, we're at the airport and we were coming from Tennessee and we had a stop over at um, North Carolina, Charlotte. And so everything went wrong. <laughs> everything, you know, <laughs> And the flight got canceled. And so oh, man. You know, gate, you know, back and forth to all these gates. So we're at this at the gate now. Oh, where the plane is supposed to take off. And there's a whole load of people there. Their flights all got canceled to go to Jacksonville, like us did. Oh, and they were angry. They were upset. They've been there since the morning, a lot of them. And now it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. And they're upset because they would say, okay, the plane's coming. We're going to board in 15 minutes. No plane. Oh, in seven minutes, it's going to board. In three minutes, it's going to go. And no plane. So, so the people are mad. And they're saying, I know what's going to happen. They're going to keep doing this because they kept doing it over and over, saying a plane was coming and it didn't come. Then they said the plane was in the hangar being repaired since 9 o'clock in the morning.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> yeah.
3: So the, so this people are saying they're going to get a bus and they're going to bus us to a hotel and we're not going to get home until tomorrow. People were really upset. So all of a sudden just just came on me, <laughs> that boldness. And I to the whole all these people, probably about 90 or 100 people. I'm like, we have to pray.
1: Good for you, Donna. Wow.
3: I'm like, I can't believe I did that.
1: <laughs> wow.
3: I said, God can get us a plane. Can't God, get us a plane. I'm doing that to the people, and they'll—they're just looking at me like, "Is this thing <laughs> crazy?" <laughs> oh. So, so there was uh, uh, some women sitting in wheelchairs, you know. So I, I could see there was faith in one of them. I said, "You, will you join me and pray that God gets us a plane?" She's like, "Yes, I will." <laughs> and so I got a few oh, okay. people there, were, and I knew there were a lot of other ones that got convicted. They were praying too. So now I go back, sit, couldn't even sit in that gate because there was so many people. Had to go sit someplace else. So I'm sitting down and I'm repenting and renouncing all the word curses that people spoke because yes. they were saying, we're not going to get a plane. We're going to be here overnight. You know, it was. So I repented and renounced all those word curses, put them under the blood of Jesus, broke all those curses and reversed the opposite blessing. So now I go back and this is like 10 minutes later, a plane they're bringing a plane over. And so the people are going, a plane's here. The plane's here. And I'm like, thank you, God. Wow. So now they announce we've got the plane, but we don't have a crew. There's no crew." Oh. So I'm, I'm like to the people. Now the people are like, oh, they're all yelling and hollering. I'm like, wait a minute. God got us the plane. Don't you think he can get us the crew? Come on. We're going to pray for the crew. So, so you. Praying, we get the pilots. So we prayed, and I went back to my seat praying. Got the prayer team praying for us. <laughs> Ten minutes later, the pilots come walking in. Now the whole place erupts. Everyone applauds. They're like, "Oh my goodness!" They're applauding. So here comes the pilots. They get on. Now the, the lady announces, "Well, we don't have stewardesses." So, oh, man. I'm so still it So I'm like, "Listen, if God can get us a plane, I'm telling this to the whole group of people. If God can get us a plane, and God can get us." Pilots, don't you think he can get a stewardesses? You think that's too hard for him? The people are just looking at me. I
1: love so, this.
3: You gotta pray for stewardesses. You watch. And so we pray, and 10 minutes later, a <laughs> whole line of stewardesses. Oh my one, goodness. The whole line of them. So everybody's applauding and they're thrilled. We we're able to board the plane and we were able to go. What When we landed, I'm walking down the hall to go, you know, we're in Jacksonville. And, and I hear this voice behind me saying, thank you for getting us a plane. <laughs> I turned around and looked. And this guy says to me, thank you for getting us a plane. I said, I didn't get you the plane. God did. <laughs> I said, God did a miracle. I said, because we prayed. He heard us and he got us the plane, the pilots, and the stewardesses.
1: But you know what? He was right. You did get that plane. You got him with God's help. But had you not done that, you know, so, you know, it's like, I I understand you're being humble, but you got that plane in the name of Jesus. You got it and God did the, you know, God did the miracle, but you stood up and you called on your God. And as a public witness, he came and and I mean, think how pleased he was to be glorified that way, you know, I mean,
3: I feel like that's an example for all of us. That God's saying in this hour, school committee meetings, I don't care what it is, that where you're at, what's going on, we're gonna turn to God without shame, yeah. without fear, bold and courageous. I'm gonna be honest, Steve. I could never do like something like that in my own flesh. I was like shocked when the words came out of my mouth. Really? Oh my goodness, what did I do? <laughs> Boom, it just came on me. I said, we gotta pray like that
1: loud good for you i mean that's so uh inspiring you know and instructive i mean it's like i'm going i'm uh, looking at myself saying what would i have been like if i it was someone like not donna that i know but some other person i don't know and they were saying you know would i have just i don't you know i hope that i would have said you're right let's pray you know i think you know if i were there with dream i think the two of us would have said yeah let's pray if I was here by myself, it would I be slightly more alone feeling? And, you know, I, I hope I want to believe that I would have said, you're right. Let's pray. You know, yeah. but how many I don't I've never seen that at any airport at any time in my life. And I've been stranded many times and I've never seen someone stand up and say to the to the people we got to pray. I didn't do it and I didn't see anyone else. do it. So that's just like a huge um but the, thing, yeah. the,
3: thing, the thing that was amazing was within just a few minutes with I know. each thing that we prayed for, God answered it right away, Steve. Like 10 minutes, here comes the plane that everyone said wasn't coming. And then we were watching it go right by the window and come right over to the gate. I'm like, oh my goodness.
1: I'm just, <laughs> in, it's just incredible. It.
3: Yeah,
1: Because the, the natural human mind would say, even if God answered it, he would have to start now and, and, and get some plane to change course because you just prayed and maybe an hour from now. But in each case, it was like 10 minutes later. So um, God didn't have to go by human uh, thinking that, okay, she finally prayed. Now it'll take a while for God's inability to answer, except he can now start. You know, it's just crazy.
3: I know. Yeah, it was was amazing. And this is what God's saying. I am a big God. Yeah. Stop thinking that this barking dog. Oh, that's chained up is bigger than I am. So good. Stop thinking that your problems and all the wickedness that you're seeing around you is bigger than me, that I can't handle it or I won't handle it. God Donna, when you praying
1: when you went off to the side, and then you you told everybody, "Let's pray," and then nobody kind of did anything. You go off to the side. How was your talk? Describe for a minute how your prayer
3: went. Let's say for the pilot. How did you? How did it go? Well, first I went because I knew that all those negative words that were being spoken uh, were yeah. word curses against yeah. the flight coming home. Yeah. So I knew from the Deliverance Ministry. I need to break those curses because and get rid of those demons so that God can do what he wants to do, which is get us home. Get so us you home. said in
1: the name of Jesus, I break every word curses about yeah, how you. I, okay. I my
3: head so nobody could hear me. Okay. <laughs> and I had my head down and I was like, in the name of Jesus, I repent and I renounce for all the word curses that are being spoken against this flight and against us getting home. I put all those word curses people spoke under the blood of Jesus and I break them right good. now that's what I prayed. I yeah. break them and I bind the demons that were assigned to implement those curses and I send you to the abyss I chain you there you can't come back nor can you send any of the demons like you back okay wow, well, that's the opposite detailed. blessing. I release the plane to come and I'm like commanding I took my authority I said plane you come forth in the name of Jesus
1: <laughs> good okay
3: yeah God so says, that's okay. That's yeah.
1: Don't let don't let us miss any detail here because that's very very instructive right here. You, you we didn't get that a minute ago. So this is actually more helpful yet because you're telling us exactly how you prayed yep. and with what authority. And, and you did that. Must have then done that with the flight attendant.
3: yeah, And I, yeah. Well, I didn't have to break any more curses. That was done. But I was commanding. I was saying in the name of Jesus, pilots, come forth, come. Come forth now. Come happy. <laughs> you said come happy. happy. Extra time. Come forth in the name of Jesus. I was praying like that. But, you know, quietly in my seat. I wasn't yelling it. Yeah. And then yeah. I would go and check and see what was going on. And sure enough, boom, here's the pilots. Then I go pray for the stewardess. Boom. I mean, 10 minutes, Steve. And the stewardess. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, it, was, it was amazing. But it, it was a good lesson for me. Yeah. You know? To step up and faith. Well, it's a good have, lesson
1: have, for all of us.
3: And b- to be co- courageous and bold. God's asking us to do this in this hour.
1: Yeah.
3: Not to be afraid, not to be silenced. You know, the masks was just an outward sign of the enemy trying to shut our mouths because our mouths are powerful. We have the double-edged sword in our mouth, the word of God.
1: What was God's word what?
3: over that flight? Not he to, wanted us to go home.
1: Not to we beat this thing good. to death, but they had already told you there is no pilot. There is no plane. There is no crew. You were not allowing that to limit you. You're saying there is a pilot. Come forth, pilots! Right? That's just huge, Don. It's very specific instructions for people to learn from this. You didn't take no for an answer. You didn't say, "Well, they already told us there's no plane in the area." They already told us that there's no plane that is, the, except one that's broken down in the hangar.
3: In the hangar. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So you didn't let that. Stop anything.
3: Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. Well, I just nobody know. else is
1: learning. I'm learning from this.
3: Yeah, I think that this is what God is saying. Yeah. He's saying I'm big. Yeah. Don't minimize me. Yeah. Remember how big I am. I created the whole universe. You think it's too hard for me to get that plane fixed and get it over here? Yeah. That's not too hard for me. That's not too hard for me to heal cancer in someone's body. That's not too hard for me to get rebellious kids off of drugs, so and back into the kingdom of God. Nothing's too hard for me. I'm God. It's not too hard for me to restore Maui back to its original beauty. Yeah. And nothing's too hard for me. If I have a people who will believe, who will have yeah. faith, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. pick up the rod of their authority, use it, and declare the word of God, the sword huh, and the rod.
1: So good, so good, so good. Well, Donna. It, it, uh, do we have time
3: for anything else? Yeah, let's
1: just, just go ahead and do one more of those. One more of your. Okay. <laughs> I don't Honestly, know where, which huh? part. Yeah, I know you marked off the ones that you want to make sure to do. So Yeah, get, get,
3: uh, number three. Okay. Okay. Number oh, three. Wow. okay. okay. Um, th- on this one, he told me this was on July 12th. My glory will invade and overtake this world with my goodness and love. Healing will be the byproduct of this outpouring of my glory worldwide. Cool. Okay. Very
0: cool.
3: As my son brought healing with him wherever he went, when Jesus was on the earth, what did he do? He brought healing wherever he went. So the father said, as my son brought healing with him wherever he went, so will my children who carry my glory. We're going to, Jesus said, see what I'm doing? You're going to do greater than this. Hmm. Greater things than this with you do, okay? And, and God's saying, you're going to carry my glory. You carry my glory. Healing's going to flow with you. My spirit flowing through them will heal all kinds of illnesses and drive demons far from the oppressed.
0: Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now, back to the
3: show. I will recreate this world so that it reflects my image. And I'm kind of picturing, you know, like, what happened at the airport? What was the enemy trying to do? Get everybody, to hold, like, almost 100 people to miss their flights, mix, not be able to get home, be stuck in the airport if they put us in a hotel. Just mess us up so bad. Get everybody mad and they were swearing and fighting. Get that down. What is God saying? I had a plan to rescue everybody. Let your faith arise in the God who is going to have his way and his will, because I have a people that have my glory and my fire on them, okay? He said, I will recreate this world so that it reflects my image. In this makeover, I will have many true sons and daughters that are my own. They will all resemble my son and be filled with my Holy Spirit. God saying his sons and daughters, is going to be multitudes coming in and they are going to resemble Jesus. And they're going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. No matter where they have come from or what they have done, as they turn to us, they will all be accepted and embraced into my family. It says, no matter what, I'm going to accept them and embrace them. Not what you doesn't matter what your past was. You're sorry, it's washed away, forgiven, forgotten. Oh, so
1: good. back
3: in, the, in, in where you're supposed to be. Get your destinies back.
1: So good, so good. Hey, do this one. Do number four, July. That was from July thirteenth.
3: Okay, yeah. Um, number seven is the next oh, one I got. Oh,
1: number seven. Okay.
3: Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, I see you got it in red. You've got the ones in red. Yeah, are, I put the okay. ones in
3: red that uh, Julian. Okay. They won't be. Okay, me to do. good, good. Yeah, the rest of them will be on on the Elijah list. Okay? Yeah. Um, the overturn. This is what Father said. He said the overturning that is coming won't just be in the elections that were fraudulent, but there will be an overturning of wickedness to righteousness.
1: Yay, Lord.
3: Is that powerful?
1: Yeah. Okay.
3: I'm going to say that one more time. Yeah, the yeah. overturning, because he said there's a great overturning coming. And they said the overturning that is coming won't just be in the elections that were fraudulent. He's, just, he's not saying they won't be overturned. He's saying it's not just going to be in them. Okay, They're going yeah. to be overturned. Okay. But there will be an overturning of wickedness, to righteousness watch and see as my glory invades the land and floods it with our goodness my glory and goodness will chase away evil and evildoers watch and see for the time is at hand for a great overturning to hit this land and spread worldwide the just judge of all the earth is coming to bring just judgments we're going to we're going to see a lot of things change and it's gonna be by the hand of God. Yeah. The hand of God that did it. Do you see? Yeah. I, I just yeah. think the picture of what happened at the airport. God yeah. wants us to reflect on that, how he showed up and turned yeah. that whole I mean, I'm thing. I'm gonna up. be thinking
1: He's about going that to do
3: it worldwide in a big picture.
1: Yeah, I mean imagine that on a on a macro level, you know, all over the earth, people people having the faith that you had. In the airport and it's not any harder for him to do it for the whole earth and for other cities and for other airports and uh, that's right. amazing that's amazing all right do number eight that one's in a row. okay
3: all right um this is oh this one i kept hearing over and over the enemies of my enemies are my friends i kept hearing that the enemies. oh
1: i of used my- that today on the show i just said think- that to john uh, johnny i said we're all different you know, different denominations but the enemies of our enemies are our friends You know, so I said that today.
3: I didn't get to watch the show because I was getting ready. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Um, And then the Lord said this to me. Unite with those who are against Satan and his comrades. Don't let petty differences separate you. It is time to unite as brothers and sisters in arms do and fight these wicked forces until they are totally defeated. Don't let silly arguments and minor differences continue to divide you. And he was showing me, you know, when you have an army going off to battle, they link arm in arm, literally. And they're just like one going forth to fight the enemy. They're not saying, well, what do you believe about this? What do you think Mm -hmm. about that? They're brothers and sisters in arms. And he said, the way they unite. You need to unite that way, too. My army needs to unite like that. All of these petty differences and these offenses that we have towards people and whatnot, especially in Christianity? Mm -hmm. We get in the weeds of that mess. You say, unite. I need you. I need you in this hour. Oh, he said, "Um, this has been the war tactic of the foe of Satan to divide. And then because you are weakened, conquer you. Find your common ground, your hatred of Satan and the evil he promotes. That's Um, our common ground. We all hate Satan and we hate the evil he promotes. He said, find your common ground, okay? Then join together. Pray together. March in peaceful demonstrations. Worship as one in and outside the church. This united army will be undefeatable and
1: read that you said that one line you said in and out inside and outside the church, in other words, it's not just if I'm reading that right, you're saying not just believers getting together with believers and not having anything to do with anything else. you're talking about unbelievers and believers uniting for a purpose right you know i I'll just have to say this, you know the, the one of the more controversial things in our lives is someone was like, well, they're a Mormon well the the guy that was part of the uh um, freedom you know so what what was the movie that just came out um sound of freedom oh, yes, well, sound one of the of guys God. that was the that was this it was based on his life i understand he himself is mormon but he helped go in and rescue those people and people were making. yeah thank you tim ballard and people yes. were making this deal and they say well he they shot some of this video at at the mormon place and someone a mormon-owned property then they found out that the mormon-owned property was where some of the chosen was being filmed because they used that property and so then there was people who said "Well, that's you know this is what you're saying unite where where you're accomplishing
3: i'll read that again yeah pray together march in peaceful demonstrations okay we can march in a peaceful demonstration with people that are safe and not safe yeah because we want our, our government not to take our, our rights from us and our freedoms from us. Yeah. We, we want, the, you know, the rightful leaders put in their positions, okay? He said, pray together, march in peaceful demonstrations, worship as one in and outside the church. And then he said, this united army will be undefeatable. We That's need good. to join together. And, you know, in the spirit, I've, t- I've different visitations, I have seen masses of people worshiping outside. And I knew that was the key to our nation being restored to what it's supposed to be is what we've got to get out there and worship. And the, the Sean Foy goes out, you probably see yeah.
1: it, Yeah, on the beaches and, and, uh,
3: thousands and parks. Thousands of people are, are gathering. And do, do they all believe exactly the same? No, but they love Jesus and they hate Satan.
1: yeah. yeah. And they're
3: gathering together and worshiping. What about he had somebody steal his guitar? Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. And then the guy gets saved. He gets his guitar back. The guy gets saved and water baptized. Oh, really? Yes. So, you know, God is God. We just got to have a heart of love and embrace one another and get about the father's business, which is implement the victory that Jesus purchased for us on Calvary and get our, our freedoms back, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: He said, the enemy has used jealousy, envy, competition, pride, racism, and so many other wicked fleshly devices to divide my children. Let the refrain of the song, we are one, be sung and acted upon, and then great victory will be won over wickedness. This will certainly take a killing of your flesh. It is well worth the sacrifice in the denial of your flesh. Encourage our children to be one together with us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and our help. My children will be more than conquerors. Then he said, my grace is being made easily accessible in this hour. My grace to unite and join together as one and to conquer the wickedness that is attempting to overtake you and your world is ours. That grace is ours. He's saying, I am pouring an abundance of grace out now, That's where good. it's going to be easy for you to unite as one.
1: Okay. The grace
3: is going to be there. Like I said to you when I was at the airport, the grace was on me to be bold and courageous. I'm like, wow, what did I just do? God's going to do that in this hour with unity Tuesday. He wants us to be one, to help one another, not be in competition, to come alongside our brother and sister that are trying to advance God's cause. And
1: help them out assistant. yeah 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 so good well that's probably our time for now uh, but we, we, all the things that you have here and there were like 17 things so people yeah. know we didn't even get to half of them that we're going to publish it on the elijah list uh and so nobody will miss anything that's on here all the scriptures are here and uh, so don't miss that make sure you're anyone that's listening to this you want to make sure you get all this elijahlist.com right there uh, quickly subscribe to that, then this will come to you in your email within a day or two. I don't know if they do it right away, but maybe within a day. I think they try to get it out there. So be sure to. There might,
3: might be so many. They might have to do it a couple of days because I, I give I them a lot of notes.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well. No. Yeah. Uh, However, they want to do it. Yeah. They might yeah. do it over a couple of days. That's true. So. Uh, well, let's do this. Um, we're going to have you talk about the one graphic, but maybe, uh, Donna, would you go ahead and pray for the people that, you know, that's, that's been listening to this and, you know, my faith is built up and my obedience instruction is, you know, it's on high alert, you know, because I want to be able to respond like this when, when in a similar crisis. I've had too many air, airline uh, airlines canceled lately. It's, it's the state of the union right now. It's happening to everybody. That's what the airline industry is going through right now. It's not just the exception; it's more the rule that flights are so. Uh, and don't I don't even want to make those words powerful, Lord. I'm not saying it's the rule. Okay, let's not say that. But no. but you know, well, go ahead and pray for the people, Don. All right, I'm
3: going to pray uh, for because in part of the word that I spoke was that God said He was going to give boldness and courage yeah, to those for it. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to pray that for all of us. Okay. I'm believing that we all want more boldness and more courage and for the grace to just step out and do whatever it is God wants us to do wherever yeah. we're at to bring justice, bring righteousness forth, okay? So that's Father, good. I mm. pray right now for mm. every single one that's watching, oh, ha, that you would pour your boldness and yeah. your courage on upon every single one of us. Help us, Father. We mm. want to be bold. We want to be courageous. We want to be filled with faith We do not want fear to overtake us. And we want to see how great and awesome you are. I pray that you would give all of us a revelation of your might, of your power, of how awesome you are. And that you would diminish in all of our sight the enemy, Satan and his minions. Diminish those things, those barking dogs that we're so afraid of. Let us see them chained up and that they are completely incapable of harming us because we belong to you. We're in the palm of your hand. You are keeping us safe and protected, and our loved ones too. Father, I pray you fill us with faith right now that we will not fear anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we will have such confidence in you, hope in you, oh, that our lives will be filled with peace and joy. So Father, I release peace to fill your people joy to flood their hearts. And I release your glory and your fire. Oh, once again, I release your glory and your fire to fill us all in the name of Jesus. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Donna, thank you so much. Now you have an event. uh, I think we have a graphic to put that up there. Let's talk about it. It's a little bit small, but I see you. I see General Flynn. uh, I see Dr. Mark. I sure would. Some of the others, I can't quite see who all those. Is this your event or? No,
3: no. This it's, is his glory. His glory. His glory is putting this on um, Dave Scarlett. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's in, going to be in New Hampshire. Okay. Okay. And it's in three weeks. It's okay. September 16th in Hinsdale, New Hampshire from Good. 10 to 2. It's Good. Uh, don't so it, it's they're, they're what they're trying to do is go to all fifty states and have worship events outside.
1: Oh, good! Oh, yeah. good! And yeah. that's that's his it's uh, his glory is the name of the
3: yeah uh, his glory it's his glory I think TV it's his it's the name of the ministry his glory Dave Scarlet yeah
1: well. yeah very good very good. Um, Does he, do he and um, Amanda Grace, do they still have some show together that they do? I
3: I don't know if they still do, but they did.
1: They did. Yeah. I know that's where I first heard of him, but then, you know, I didn't, I I can't keep up with everybody's growth really because everybody's really growing. So now do you still have your Friday night thing? Yes. Yes, Where is that? And is there room for people to come Friday nights? Where is that? Tell people how to find that.
3: It's in uh, Bonnell, Florida. Just go to my website, DonnaRigney.org. And we've got directions there go to events and we'll talk about the Friday night service and we're there. And when I'm not there on Friday night, our son, John, who's a prophet, he takes over for me. Yeah. Okay. And he, so we never cancel the service because it's, you know, it's a strategy from heaven that we pray for the nation. We pray for a couple of hours for Donald Trump, for whatever's going on in the nation. And when then we have worship and we have, I give the word and we have powerful ministry so it's, it's been powerful. People can come. Anybody can come. Plus, we have deliverance by appointments. We've had over 1,000 people, and that's because of Elijah's dreams. <laughs> over 1,000 people have come for personal deliverance sessions.
1: Wow, that's yeah, amazing. And so
3: we're going to be switching them in October to Thursday night, Thursday afternoon, Friday night before the service, and Saturday.
1: We have deliverance. Wow. To- you're right a now. very busy lady, Donna. I mean, I don't know how you do it. know, <laughs> that's amazing. You know, I get worn out just doing back to back shows. You're doing back to back, but you're getting on the plane in between all of these things. So I don't know how you do it, but uh, my hat's off to you. So All right. Well Donna, God bless you very much. You'll see Thursday is Charlie Shamp, Prophet Charlie Shamp. I haven't had him on for a while. It's gonna be good. He's got he's always got a lot of fresh revelation for the body. So don't miss uh Charlie tomorrow Thursday. So Thanks a lot, Donna. We will see everybody uh, tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Uh, and yeah, 11 o'clock t- for you tomorrow, it'll be Thursday. <laughs> so it gets me confused. So, all right, have a great day, everybody. And we'll see you later. Bye bye.
0: This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at elijahstreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com give to become a partner today.